Hello! Welcome to Wish I Was at Disneyland, a Disneyland podcast. I'm Andy. I'm Jenna. And uh, we got lots to report. It's been a while. Um, we've got lots to catch up on. Some good, some kind of bad on a personal note. But before we get into all that, let's dig into the news. Eh? Eh, yes, let's do that. So... Uh, a lot of stuff going on in the parks these days. Halloween time is in full swing over there. Um, you know what else is in full swing? What? A heat wave. Oh my gosh. Yeah. As we're reporting this, it was, I think it was a high of 105 in Anaheim today, and this is end of October, so we're all sweating and dying down here. Help. Yeah. This is, so I, I'm, I'm from Utah. I'm very happy to be moved away from Utah and living in Long Beach, California now. But this is the one time of year that I really miss Utah and like low-key hate living in California. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, bad. It's real bad. It just like really messes with your head, or at least for me, because I'm just, I never get used to it, but... It really messes with my head once it's October and it's literally was a hundred degree, 102 degrees in Long Beach today. So, and Anaheim's a few degrees hotter. So if you're going to Disneyland this week, just be prepared for that. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. So Halloween is in full swing. Last time we were at Disneyland, um, you know, we got to, we've, we've seen the Halloween decor, um, for the last few times we've gone, um, but there's just, I mean, they just really went all out this year, especially in California Adventure. There's just so much new stuff, um, you know, new food. They've got, you know, Mike Wazowski donuts. They've got, they got ghost pepper mac and cheese cones that are black cones at the cozy cone. <laughs> How many times can I say cone in one sentence? Um, they got... Oh, one thing that everyone's going crazy for this year is they have their popcorn buckets, you know, Halloween ones. And there's one that's like a Mickey pumpkin guy, which I think, I don't know. I think he's been there before. What? Well, explain the, like the popcorn buckets. It's a bucket and then they put the popcorn in it (laughs) and then you buy it. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Okay. All right. So they're, they. Nope. That's what I meant. Don't explain it anymore. That's what I meant when I said explain popcorn buckets. Yeah. Now, anyway. So then they have a little strap attached to them. And, um, you know, you obviously get your popcorn from that. But a lot of people like to convert the popcorn buckets into purses or bags just because they are so cute. It's, it's a shame not to, uh, you know, use them more than once to hold your popcorn. Um, so like I said, the designs, there's like a couple different ones. There's one that's like a pumpkin that has Mickey ears and a Mickey face. And, uh, there's the annual pass holder popcorn bucket, which is just like a plain bucket with like some Disney villains on the side of it. And that one had like the free refills. It's too late to get that now. Um, and then the one that people went really crazy for this year was new. It's the Oogie Boogie popcorn bucket. Oogie Boogie from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Oogie Boogie Man from Nightmare Before Christmas. Thank you. The Boogie Man guy. Yeah, Yeah, and it was really, it was really cool. Like it was nice quality, nice details on it. And yeah, they're cool. They look. Are they glow in the dark? They kind of look like it. They're probably not. 
Probably. They just have that like fluorescent. Fluorescence, not even the right word, is it? But I don't yeah, know. They, they just had that 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 whitish green look to them that I th- I couldn't tell was just like that's the the boogeyman's uh, that's his shade or that it glows in the dark. I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. Um, but I almost said I- skin tone, by the way. <laughs> What is his skin? It's, it's like a burlap. He's a burlap sack, basically. Yeah, is the a, idea, right? a greenish one. His burlap tone. Yeah. Anyway. So, um, <laughs> so I remember when we they only sold this one um, in California Adventure by the Headless Horseman statue, and whenever we were there, the line was always crazy for the popcorn bucket, like super long. I had heard of it being like. 45 minutes to an hour long just to get your popcorn bucket like crazy stuff i don't know if that was true that was urban legend but it was always really crazy right there and i i think it might have sold out already i'm sure it did can can we just like clearly i've set a standard for doing unnecessary sidebars already in this episode but can we talk about how awesome the headless horseman statue is did we not talk about that last time? I'm not sure. I don't think so. No. The Headless Horseman statue is, if you don't know, it's um, in California Adventure by, like, when you walk in at Carthay Circle, um, where the Christmas tree usually is, there's this mm. brand new huge statue of the Headless Horseman from Ichabod Crane, and he's, like, holding the head. And at nighttime, like, smoke comes out of it. And it's like all lit up, all red. It's so cool. Yeah, yeah. And the jack-o'-lantern glows. And the, the, the horse has like red eyes, doesn't it? Or am I, I making so. that up? I think so. Ichabod and Mr. Toad is one of my favorite, one of my personal favorites growing up. So I love that Headless Horseman statue. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. And, I mean, just all the, I don't even, we don't even have time to talk about all of the desserts, all of the themed foods that are available this year, but there's just so many. I've heard good things about a lot of them. Let's see, what did we try when we were there? Didn't we try something? Yeah, we tried something recently. It was, uh, oh, what was it? It Um, was, it was over, it was over by Little Mermaid. Yeah. Yeah, that thing. Yeah, what was that? Okay, so we went to the reopened (laughs) Corn Dog Castle, and they had a deep fried cheese, no, like a corn dog cheese stick thing. And then on top of it, it had jalapenos, pineapple relish, raspberry jam, and Cheeto dust. And it was weirdly delicious. Yeah. (laughs) Right? We haven't talked about this already yet, have we? I don't think so. Okay. I I don't know why I think we've talked. Anyway. It was really good. Yeah, it was it was bizarre how all the components worked together so well and like weren't as like overwhelming or clashing with each other as I thought. Yeah, because you think culinary like the, genius. Indeed, stepping up their game, getting classy yeah. over there. It was almost like a like someone just like aced a a, a round of chopped. On Food Network. You know what yeah, I mean? the, the chopped round. I can picture him pulling right, out the chefs, your ingredients are Cheeto dust, you know. Pineapple relish. Pineapple relish. Yeah, exactly. And they just, like, nailed it. That's what it was. And 
a hot dog and they're like what are we gonna do with this and uh they nailed it it was delicious corn dog cheese stick well it wasn't a there was no meat oh shoot i messed this up anyway yeah. a corn dog with the relish the jalapenos the pixie the pixie the pixie dust the oh, cheeto the dust. cheeto Excuse dust me. except they didn't say cheeto i don't i think it might have been i don't know if it's name brand or not oh that's that's TM'd. You can't say Cheeto dust. Excuse me. It's TM'd. Nor would they be able to unchopped. They would say like powdered cheese. <laughs> I almost said excrement, but <laughs> Jeez. that's not the right word, clearly. What's a synonym for dust? Shavings. Yeah. Powdered <laughs> cheese shavings. Anyway, that was really good. Um, it's Halloween, full swing. All right, moving on. The next bit of news in staying in California Adventure, they there is a new Pixar movie coming out called Coco. It's coming out, I believe, at Thanksgiving time, and um, in anticipation of that, over I believe by the uh, Little Mermaid ride over there in the pier area, they have a little Coco land <laughs> um plaza de la familia is what it's called and um it's very dia de los muertos themed since that is uh the big part of the new movie um they have free face painting there right now so that's really popular um and, I don't know, there's, like, a little place where you can write memories about your family, and you can tie them up there, and um, they have people dressed up. They have, like, a little mariachi band playing there, and um, it's cute. They they have, like, a special room where they introduce the characters and places from the upcoming movie. It's, like, um, I don't know, just, like, a bunch of pictures and stuff from the movie, and uh yeah looks looks cute if you're into that sort of thing um i also think that they're playing a special sneak peek of the new thor ragnarok trailer in um california adventure in hollywoodland um back where they always do that where they always show those movies in the old muppets theater mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so you can go see that i think we're pretty excited for thor ragnarok looks pretty fun yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for uh, Coco as well. I feel like the theme is a little played out already, like the Dia de los Muertos yeah, thing. That's why I'm like not that excited for but it. But I do I think it's cool to have like a Mexican finally. Ha I mean, I know we had that one princess that's like from a TV show or whatever. What's that one? I don't know. It's not. It's not. It's not big enough. It's not to... big enough. Everyone was like, "Oh, like finally we have her." But I feel like this is finally, you know, having some representation for that. I think that's that's pretty cool. I just wish. They'd... I just hope it's good. <laughs> I hope it's yeah. good too. You know, Pixar. It's a good chance it's going to be good, but you never know these days. Yeah, I kind of start to wonder more and more if Pixar is kind of. Um... You know, like they peaked. Like there's not going to be another. I mean, Inside Out was pretty recent, and that was, like, real good. Right, and that's, like, basically my favorite one. But it's real still, good. I just want, I, like, it seems like the the uh, ratio of good ones to not that so good ones is starting to shift a little bit. Does that make sense? 
Yeah. I sense that on the horizon. Hmm. Good sensing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Looking forward to the holidays. They are right around the corner. (laughs) I mean, they're already starting to release information about parades, about where to meet Santa, all this stuff. I read that they are no longer having the Jingle Cruise overlay of the Jungle Cruise this year. What? Yeah. Isn't that weird? You've got to be kidding me. No one knows why. That is the most amazing thing, the Jingle Cruise overlay. Yeah? It breathes, like... Much needed n- life. Much needed new life into just, like, the lamest of all the, like, you know, original attractions that are still going. True. They're not original, but you know what I mean. Like, it... Well, it's so cool. They go all out. It's so fun. Yeah. I can't believe. We Yeah, we wrote it. We wrote it for the first time last year, and it was way fun. So. I'm really surprised, but it seems like it's popular too, though, isn't it? Yeah. Is there an uproar from more eager fans? Because there are more uh, eager fans I than imagine, us out there. I imagine so. I, I, I'm out of the loop on the uproar. So if you feel uproared, uproar. Rorious about this uh let us know on our instagram wish it was at disneyland or on our twitter at disland pod love to uh hear what your thoughts about the jingle cruise not being brought back for this year all right we're gonna move over to downtown disney um we've mentioned before and just updates on uh the closures and what what's what's leaving and what's coming to downtown disney so um the Build-A-Bear and Ride Makers is gone, and they are making that a split. It's called Splitsville Lane Bowling Alley, and uh, so they're they're working on that. Also, uh, the new Star Wars Secrets of the Empire, which is the new uh, VR hyper reality experience, whatever thing that they. Uh, replaced Fossil and Vault 28 with at Downtown Disney. That's scheduled to open on, oh man, January 5th. They're just going to miss the holidays for that. That's stupid. Bad timing. <laughs> January 5th. idiots. And it will be $30 for a 30-minute thing. Um, they already have tickets. You can already buy your tickets for that online now. So, if you know you want to do that. I think we want to do that, right, Andy? Oh, yeah, yeah, I want to do it. <laughs> looks pretty cool. They have, like, a they have like a little video for it. It looks like it takes place on Mustafar. And yeah, it's, like, at Vader's Castle, even, I think. Yeah, and I think K2SO um, goes with you. Yeah, yeah, I think the... I watched, like, a... Yeah, I watched a trailer for it, or whatever you would call it. I don't know if it's a trailer. Anyway, uh... Yeah, I think the idea is you're rebels and you're all disguised as stormtroopers and you go with K2SO to infiltrate. Maybe it's not Vader's castle. I don't know. It's on Mustafar in any case. And you're like infiltrating some either Vader's castle or some other Imperial base in stormtrooper armor. But you're a rebel. I see. That sounds fun, right? So you get to wear the stormtrooper armor. Well, not really, but... And you're a rebel. It's the best of both worlds. 
it's the best yeah that that should be a real good time so yeah i've ne- i've literally never done a vr thing so yeah i'm really excited never done never done that either so should be pretty awesome all right uh also not really big news but uh, while we're in downtown disney they're changing frozen's anna and El- anna and elsa boutique to just be like a normal princess store like since it's not like frozen mania anymore so it's just like a normal princessy store and they also got rid of their like makeover station so if <laughs> that's that's a real blow oh, for I us i wanted to try that <laughs> i know they even um, had a station for boys wait they did yeah a makeover station yeah can't discriminate what did, wait, what did they do i'm not i'm not sure i'm not gonna lie i'm not sure oh now i legit would have would have liked to have checked that out to see what it unless it was like a thing only for kids oh it's definitely only for kids oh it's like three to 12 year olds i could just pass off for a giant 12 year old (laughs) yeah okay something truly exciting that is happening real soon we have we talked about the last jedi trailer i don't think so no we haven't talked about it so we would we would probably do a whole episode about it but uh times have changed times have changed which we'll get to in a minute anyway um yeah so good news jet uh, last jedi looks amazing better news even is that uh they are going to do a last jedi segment for star tours (laughs) and it will start on friday november 17th there's a new scene from Last Jedi that will be in Star Tours. So. <laughs> oh, man. Shoot. <laughs> um, My reaction will be clarified in a minute, but okay. That's great. That's exciting news. Right? What is, is it going to be? I assume it's going to be Crate. I don't know. Does, we, oh, does we it don't know say? anything. No, oh. we, we know nothing. Um, so far, I would almost guarantee because that seems like the uh, the main kind of um, from what I can gather that seems like the main kind of visual wonder in terms of locations. Crate mm. is the planet that's like the really white salt flat looking place with the red dust. If you've seen the trailers and stuff, yeah, for the people listening, anyway, yeah. Anyway, so I think that's most of the the highlights of the news. Yeah. Oh, also speaking of the Last Jedi today, they they released. Uh, you probably haven't seen it. They released a little another behind the scenes video. Oh, really? But it was focused on like Ryan Johnson hmm. as the director and stuff. Fancy. And you know, just like the typical like interviewing the cast and being like Ryan Johnson and his storytelling, blah blah blah. You know. Uh-huh. Like, they say stuff that, like, no matter who was directing it, they'd be saying it because it's for, like, a promotional material thing. But <laughs> all right, well, it's if... really fun. You should, watch, you should watch it after we're done with this. I will. Cause... I will. All right. So the reason why uh, Andy was silently depressed when I told him about the new update to Star Tours is because we did let our passes expire, and we have not 
renewed them and are not sure when we are going to renew them, which is sad news. Which also means this may or may not be the last episode of Wish I Was at Disneyland for a while or yeah. for now. We're we're not sure exactly what we're going to do, but... Yeah, so, I mean, we've thrown around, you know, uh, keeping up the podcast and not going to the parks and just, like, reporting and commenting on the different news and scandals that go on at Disneyland, which we could totally do. Or maybe we'll go on hiatus until we do renew our passes again. And we're not sure... Uh, when that will be but could be as soon as like next month because we got to go ride the new star tours <laughs> oh no <laughs> or it could be january or it could be you know never so i'm not sure yeah um, it, th- there's also i'd say a definite possibility that we will wait until 2019 oh yeah or maybe you know a little before or for like Star right Wars next land. year for when Star Wars land. But it's just uh, it's gonna opens. be such a terrible time. Yeah. At Star Wars Land forever. Yeah, it'll be so crowded for Maybe the when I'm eighty I can enjoy Star Wars Land. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway. So many people on this planet. Yeah. Sorry, that was a little loud. Yeah. We might also I don't know, we can get into this more at the end, but we might also, we've been tinkering around with some ideas for a new podcast that we might do. But it wouldn't have anything to do with Disneyland, so unless you just like really like us as people, then you probably don't care. There's there's kind of a specific reason why we decided not to renew our passes. And uh, I'm not sure, <laughs> how should we go about this? Should I just like lay out the story of what happened and then talk about why... Sure. Our reaction was the way it was. Yeah. We'll, we'll tag team this. Feel free to interject at any time. Is that how we should do sure. this? Sure. I just what? feel like you're going to take a long time to tell the story. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I'm not cutting this out. I'm leaving <laughs> this in, by the way. Now it's even taking longer. All right. Well, I'm going to start now. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll try and be as succinct and as quick about this as I can. <laughs> he says taking a longer time. Okay, go ahead. All right. So a couple weeks ago, it was a Friday night, which is usually not when we go to Disneyland, but we decided it would be fun uh, to go to California Adventure, check out the, all the new decorations, and get in line to go on uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. After Dark right after dark that's what it's called right? i think so yeah anyway we'd never been on it we never we been really on wanted it. to go we really wanted to go and we figured all right we'll just go and even if the line's like two hours long we'll just like wait for it uh as most as most of you know for parking because we have the lowest tier annual pass we usually park in a neighborhood like a few blocks away from from disneyland um because parking is otherwise completely unreasonable at disneyland it's twenty dollars to park in the mickey and friends parking structure right and we were just going for an evening and we didn't really feel like walking through the neighborhoods um at night so we had an idea and the idea was to park in downtown disney 
buy a movie ticket and get parking validation through the movie ticket so we could maybe walk around downtown Disney, also go into the into California Adventure for a little bit and uh, get parking validation that way. The yeah. reason why that's financially feasible for us is because we have Movie Pass, which for those of you who haven't heard of, it's a new service where you pay a monthly fee uh, for a card that that gets you into all movies, basically. Yeah. Depending on, and a lot of theaters uh, participate. Yeah, so we go in, I buy one ticket, I get my park the parking ticket validated, we walk around downtown Disney, we go into the park, it is absolutely a nightmare in there on a Friday night. We go to look at the line for Guardians of the Galaxy after dark. How long was it, Andy? I don't even remember. It was, it was like so... three and a half hours. Well, it's to the point where it's like, well, we won't be able to stay this long because our parking validation is yeah. going to go out. Yeah, because so the parking validation is for four hours. And it was like we literally, even if we got in line right away, w- you know, it we still wouldn't have made it back to our car before the four hours was up. That's how long of a line it was. It was like it was like three and a half hours. It was insane. And nothing in the park was less than an hour wait. Um, even like Monsters Inc. was like an hour wait. Yeah. Grizzly River. Grizzly, Grizzly River, River Rapids was the only one that was. Which wasn't, is where we went on. <laughs> which is, so we went on that, and then we were like, "Forget it. We're at, you know, there's just it, it was just miserable with people, and it was also extra bad because it was like the Mickey Mickey's Halloween party was going on at Disneyland, and so everyone came over to California Adventure. So right. So we basically just took the opportunity to. You know, just walk around the park, get a snack, enjoy the Halloween decorations. You know, Cars Land especially is completely yeah. decked out for Halloween. It's cool. So we did that for a while. Um, and then we left the park, walked through downtown Disney, um, got back to our car, and discovered our and discovered we had misplaced our, our parking the parking uh, ticket. The parking I lost ticket. it. I lost it. I don't know where it went. I just want to know where it went. I'm not sure. I mean, it's a little piece of paper. It got lost. I still had my movie ticket with me and like from and like the time which has like the time and date that I bought a ticket for the movie at the AMC and then, you know, we were freaking out in the parking lot and I was like, you know, I'm sure maybe like if I just show them at the parking you know, the ticket booth that, like, I went to a movie here, like, you know, I bet they'll, you know, hopefully they'll let us go. They'll know that we had validation for this evening. That's not unreasonable, is it, Andy? No, especially thinking, like, uh, this is Disney, you know. Cast members usually, like, pretty helpful. In my experience, when something similar to this happens, especially in the parks, they're, they're pretty you know, they're pretty lenient and like try and help you out in ways. And yeah, we just figured, you know, we have proof that we at least paid for a movie. At tonight, this date night, and that time. At that time and that it would be obvious that we we originally had a parking validation. We just lost it. Yeah. So, uh no. And uh, we go up there and they say, you know, there's nothing we can do. You have to pay the lost ticket 
price, which is the price for a full day of parking at Downtown Disney. So we had covered that before in a previous episode. But um, if you don't get any parking validation at Downtown Disney, it's literally fifty dollars. Well, forty-eight to be precise. I thought but, it was yeah. forty-nine. Oh, is it? I don't know. Whatever. Forty-eight dollars. Well, I'm just gonna say fifty dollars because honestly, I don't. Is it? Yeah. Okay, it's just fifty dollars. Yeah. To park in the downtown Disney parking lot with no validation. But of course, everyone who parks there gets validation. And that's for an all day, too. You know? Right, right. Meaning, so if, if you don't have, if you lose your ticket, they charge you for the longest t- amount of time you can go there, which is $50. Which is insane. Which, for, for parking for a day in any parking lot or anything, that is. That, it's unreasonable it's completely unreasonable and it's uh it's just yeah it's it's not classy it's like i get that they don't want people to park there and go to the parks but like no one's trying to scam that anymore like people used to try to scam that like park at the three hour free downtown disney parking and then like move their car but it's not like that anymore and well i mean we were trying to do that kind of but the thing is is but my response to that is like we paid for a movie ticket in order to get validation yeah. so we could go into both downtown Disney and walk around in California Adventure Park, which we couldn't even ride any rides because it was so crowded. So why did it even matter that much? Yeah. So anyway, they wouldn't let us out um, until we had paid $50. They're like, There's nothing we can do. We can't even press a button let you, you know, you have to pay $50 or we can't let you out. And, you know, I tried to show them my movie ticket and everything and, they were just like, nope, that's how much it costs. And it just really was such a stressful and like unpleasant experience. And I get that that's their policy. I know that I lost the ticket and that's what I signed up for, whatever. But it's just unreasonable to charge someone that much money. Right. Um, you know, when I could have parked in the Mickey parking structure for $20 for a whole day, like obviously... It doesn't make any sense. You know, I'm not trying to... I wasn't trying to like park there and be like, oh no, I lost my ticket and I parked here all day. Why would I do that? Why would I take that risk when I could just, anyway. So, and like I get having to pay like a lost ticket fee, that's pretty common, but just the $50, it was just, it's too high, you know, $20, maybe 25, but 50 is just like, un. it's just, it's just like. Well, unfair. The, the word they kept using over and over again was, this is just policy. Yeah. And that's always just like a red flag for me when when a, a company or someone does something that is unreasonable to a customer and they hide under this label of policy like that. Like that makes it somehow okay because it's policy, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so we were just generally frustrated and... You know, it just got us thinking about, you know, we knew our passes were up to expire soon. And I just, we were trying to think about times where we really actually had like a full fun day at Disneyland where we actually got to ride rides (laughs) and like it was enjoyable. And I, I mean, it was like a few times this year, but it has just been so crowded all the time. Like, even more so than last year. And even during the off months, like, usually September, like, you're golden. But this year, we just 
it was just so crowded and yeah. and then even i was thinking like even last year like in january which is supposed to be like that's the time my family always went growing up because it was so uncrowded like they like prolong the christmas into january so that makes it more crowded there's not really like the off season like not crowded times at disneyland are just like shrinking and shrinking to the point where just because there's such a high demand it's just kind of always crowded yeah and you know it's that's just the nature of it and it's just it's just kind of frustrating when you're spending you know so much money and you spend so much money at the parks as well you know on food and drinks and you know transportation to and from parking (laughs) (laughs) and uh you know all those used to be perks that would come with an annual pass like having parking in the structure and everything and I don't know. We're just kind of sick of it. And uh, I'm just, uh, yeah. yeah. A little jaded. Right. And if you've listened to this, I'm sorry, what? No, no, go ahead. I was going to say, if you you listen to this podcast, like we've probably complained about bottom line capitalism, nickel and diming to the point where like it's obnoxious to some people. And I get that. But I guess for me, (laughs) the bottom line is, is, Disneyland is just becoming a more and more expensive product with a declining a decline in value. Yeah. That's the bottom line because let's just face it like the world is getting more and more populated and so Disneyland gets more and more crowded every year and because of that it costs more and more and you know all the parking stuff changes to cost more and more and uh i don't know we just decided we didn't want to spend our money on that right now yeah and obviously we're still big fans of disney and disneyland and we'll see what the future holds i just think we need a little bit of time off um, from having an annual pass and from the parks to decide uh what we want to do so we appreciate you listening and if you think we're making a grave mistake and that we need to renew our pass right away, let me know. Uh, I don't know if we have anything else to add. Any, any high, higher notes? No, just, yeah, no thanks. <laughs> Not really. So for just, you know, thanks everyone for listening. Don't give up on us. You know, keep an eye out for us because whether it's this podcast or another podcast or something else entirely, we'll be we'll be doing something so stay tuned and we'll we'll let you know soon all right that sounds good well guess we'll uh, sign off till next time whenever that is yeah i'm andy i'm jenna ttfn